Welcome back to episode 18 of the Heal Hot Girl podcast. I'm LB. I'm Jess, your wellness bestie. <laughs> and I'm Samantha. Did you forget your name for a second? No, I just <laughs> wanted, wanted to see who was going oh, like, to go next. Yeah. I saw her yeah. like look and I was like, we're Sam? courteous. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are we going counterclockwise or counterclockwise? That's what it was. Like, I don't know. Which way next? would that be? Clockwise? Clockwise. That was okay. clockwise. Okay. okay. All right. right? Yeah. yeah. Maybe we, that's next time we'll know. We both. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, welcome back. Hello, welcome back. y'all. Can't believe it. 18. We have two more episodes left for season one. Let that sink in. Okay, you guys heard it last week, but literally only two more. Yeah, left. we're going to keep reminding you that you only have three more weeks with us for the next mm-hmm. few months. But mm-hmm. hopefully, like I said, we can also I want to get some merch out there. We want to work on yeah. some merch. Ooh, in, stickers. Uh, yeah. Y'all know we're getting yeah. first and foremost. <laughs> yes. Jess was like bringing up this like merch idea that she wanted to add like stickers to like our sweatshirts. And I was like, that is going to be an approval from Samantha. <laughs> sure. She's going to say yes. <laughs> All I yes. want is stickers. Like, She's I don't have wanting. any stickers on my phone. But if you see my laptop and like some of my water bottles, For I have like stickers. Sure. Listen, worry. HHG is about to be all over we're Nashville. We're going to get it. Okay? We're going to get it. And we need some good. We do. We do need to put out some good merch. Yeah. Um, but let us know what you guys like to see. Maybe we should pose that question. Yeah. yeah. Like, what would, what would you want the first? Like, t-shirts, sweatshirts. Winter, fall, Besides stickers, what do you guys want first? Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be winter. It'll yeah. probably be yeah. winter. Mm-hmm. I love a good, like. Beanie or something? Oh, a beanie. A beanie would be good. I also love a good crew neck. Oh, yeah. Good crew neck. So, yeah. yeah. I like we'll crew neck. Yes. We got to speak about it because crew necks sometimes are a little snug in areas that are just a little uncomfortable. I like the loose crew neck. Me too. Like the you know ones. I mean? And also you have like to watch the band looks. on the bottom. Yeah. 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 But so we'll, we'll figure, figure it out. out. Yeah. <laughs> we will. Oh, reminder, y'all. We will be at the Bowflow Festival oh, yes. in Buffalo, New York on Sunday, August 27th. It will be our first live podcast episode. Super excited. Um, so please purchase your tickets. Check it out. Check it out. Come see the hot girl. Yes. yes. So there'll be plenty of other. Manny Fresh will be there. He's the headliner. And there'll be a ton of other artists. How did, how did Lindsay pull that off? That's Listen, so let me tell you something. Cool. I said that to Lindsay yesterday. I was like, my boy is doing numbers. Like, he, it's just been so, the like, shout out to Lau. Yeah. It seemed so, yeah, what he's doing for the city, like, the events really he's putting on for the city. Really bringing some new flavors. And, like, it's also so crazy because, like, Boflo actually has been around, I don't even know what year. Seven years. Seven years. Yeah. And like he honestly is so inspiring because like he just kept at it from the ground from, from up. the ground up. Like it used to be kind of small. I remember we used to do it. We did it at Riverworks before and it was only like a couple artists and maybe one or two um other type of events and now it's just transformed into like this whole thing and it's just really awesome and just like a testament to like his dedication and like true like vision. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like wow, like a lot of people would have quit you know mm-hmm. what I mean? If they didn't get the turnout they wanted or if they didn't, if it didn't come how they wanted, but he just keeps going and yeah. like every year it gets better. Yeah. And he's still the only person who has brought anything to Central Terminal. Which is crazy. Yeah. Central Terminal is like a gold mine in the it city. Is. In any it other really city, is. this would be like a landmark. But the city of Buffalo puts no money into it. Lindsay is the only. on the east side. They did the movie night there recently. He hosts the festival the, there. Like the Shakespeare, Shakespeare. He's doing Shakespeare, yeah. Shakespeare in yeah. the park. Um, yeah, the movies. He's doing like a whole summer series. Awesome. And like it's just been awesome to really see him be able to like he's done so much and like I when you're so close to him, you kind of like you're just it's like Lindsay. Like you're yeah, just kinda like Lindsay doing Lindsay things. Yeah, so it's just like he's I'm always, always like, What's he doing now? Because it's yeah. honestly been like that, like since we've been I mean, we've been friends for 
damn near 20 years at this point and it's just yeah. always like i'm like all right Lala, like what are we doing but now to see it like he just did the event at the children's um i don't know if it's like a museum exploring more exploring yeah, more at the they- canal side they had like 800 people and i, I want to say like 600 of them and a lot of them that he's doing is like He's trying to make it like affordable and accessible mm-hmm. because more than half of the people that were at the Explorer more had never been there before. Wow. But because he was able to put on like an affordable event for the kids, like there were a bunch of families that had never been there before. And yeah. I like that speaks to my heart because I always work with sure. like that yeah. type of population. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just awesome that he's like creating these lanes for mm-hmm. these families and like kids to be able to experience things that like they otherwise wouldn't uh, be able to. Yeah. He's going to yeah. eat this up. Lindsay. Oh, I he know. sure is. He's going <laughs> to. Oh my gosh! Wow! Yes. Wow! Shout so out anyways, to you, Lindsay. Yeah. Shout so it's you. it's gonna be dope. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of fun stuff, and I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Check us out. The art gallery event looked really fun yesterday. Mm-hmm. I wish I had had been able he to go to that. He me out because I didn't make it, but yeah, we made it to the after party. So <laughs> take what you can get from me, love. Right. What so, are we um, talking about today? Mm, career. Run your own race. Running your own race. Yes, running your own race. Where's this come from, LB? Yeah. Tell us the inspiration (laughs) behind. (laughs) So, for those of you that don't know, I curate a lot of the topics. My part of the pod is curating a lot of the agendas and the topics that we talk about, which is why they're asking me where we got it from, because (laughs) I tend to be the one that comes up with these bright ideas. Um, But honestly, running your own race has been something, because I think it's different parts of life, right? And as I'm getting older and I'm realizing that everyone's kind of going in their own directions mm-hmm. and like I you think your life is going to be something when you're younger and then if it doesn't quite pan out the way that you may have envisioned it, it can be a little frustrating. So one thing that I've been trying to do is just really embrace the journey that's my journey and not compare which I think is really easy to do in these days with like social media and everybody puts out their best right Mm -hmm. so like when you look at things that way Mm -hmm. it's easy to kind of get in your head Mm -hmm. and be like well I still haven't done this or I still haven't done that or I would love to do that and then you see other people doing it and it can fuck with you a little bit and be like well am I not doing enough am Mm -hmm. I doing too little do I need to work harder and I think that as we get older and then navigate life it's important to understand that you don't have to be the next person Mm -hmm. and you don't have to there's comparison is the thief of joy and when you start to do that is when I think you lose sight of your own journey and you start getting involved in what other people have going on and I think and I know that at least for me and I feel like a lot of I don't want to say what I feel is what everybody feels, but I just feel like a lot of these things are just things that we all probably think about, but mm-hmm. maybe don't always yeah, have the, yeah, like want to speak up or admit it because mm-hmm. also admitting that maybe you're not where you want to be or that you're, there's things you want to change is hard because mm-hmm. everyone wants to make it look good. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like where I love that. It's my intro. Yeah. I love okay. that. I do. Um, in part because it's true. I think that even for me specifically, when it came down to my original plan of like, I'm traveling every month, I'm going to a new city, I like new, the new country, like this is what I want to do. And I thought that that's what was the plan. And then it was like sitting with myself of like, well, it's either, 
maybe you should pay off some debts yeah. or and also i had to check in with myself like why are you in such a rush to travel yeah do you think that because has been traveling right do you think that her travels had any like not influence but sometimes yeah. you see it and you're like man that looks like no like, but i just i, do I have a, do that, i have a know? burning urge too you know yeah, but it's like travel, why are you right. in such a What's the haste? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, what do you think is going to happen that you can't, you know? But I also recognize that, like, part of me is also like, Jay, your plan life isn't planned out. But I'm like, the moment you have kids and shit, things shift. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can't just, like, jump and go. Or yeah. like, And there's other sacrifices. And life continues to have different sacrifices. And I think that it was more so, like, in the moment, what is it that you need right now? And what would help you to do so? Like, yeah at the rate that you would like to in the future. And I think to your point is like uh, wanting to like, for me, like wanting to focus on the a bit of the here and now, but also I do feel some pressures when it comes to, we spoke about finances and like wanting, like wanting to make sure I'm on track because I don't want to work forever. Like, yeah. please, grandma yeah. retired at 40. I want to retire too. Right. <laughs> God, retiring at 40, that's Who five years. Who retired at 40? dad's mother. That's amazing. That's five years away from where we're about to be. Like, that's crazy. 40 years old. Shout out to her. Shout out to her. Okay. She's so, been living her life for some time. Living. <laughs> okay. Passively. <laughs> so, yeah, like in that piece, um... I think from a career standpoint, like, do I feel like, like, I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be at this moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm gaining what I'm supposed to gain out of it. Yeah. Because I do feel that what my role is can translate to Hilhaku, can translate yeah. to Ingahub, can translate to maybe consulting. Like, is it the end all be all? No. But like, you know, I, to, I do feel pressured. Like, yeah. we've kind of spoken about, like, just influence, more familial, like, okay, like the next and what's yeah. going to happen. Or like if I was to have a child in like the next two years, okay, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Sometimes I think about it, so I'm like, I don't know that I'm ready to give up. Like, I'm like a little selfish right now, like in a way that I haven't been in, I think, for maybe ever. I don't know. I don't know. I guess, I don't know. I don't think I'm selfish, but I'm being selfish now. A lot more selfish about like my time and well, yeah. My and I also think a lot of it is perspective mm -hmm. too, yeah. right? Like it'll happen when it's gonna happen. Yeah, and I think that it's okay to feel that way. I don't yeah. think it's selfish. I think it's you because if you didn't do that, then it would be like, well, I'm mm -hmm. going against what I want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Because yeah. I feel like, and I feel like for me, a lot of it was. I mean, I'll be a hundred percent honest. I kind of always knew growing up that like. Uh, I always you want to be a homemaker. No. Oh. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Well, no. <laughs> well, actually, there's a Jasmine Sullivan song, um, and it's called "The Other Side," and it's basically where she's like, "I want to have a surrogate, and I want to marry a rich man, mm. and I'm trying to like live this like luxurious life." And like, honestly, I sing that on the top of my lungs because personally, <laughs> if the girls that like, get it get it. But, like, I kind of always knew that, like, I was never really, like, a super... I always had relationships, but I was never a super relationship person. Mm. I never had this, like, burning... I love kids now, but, like, I was never... Like, I was not a babysitter as a young person. Like, do not leave me. The one time that I got left with a child, the police ended up coming. Are you kidding? Because... Oh, my God. This story is hilarious. <laughs> I was like, like, watching like, kids since I was a kid. Like, so, like, no. it's... I never was, like... <laughs> 
I always just like never cared for kids. And also I didn't have a lot of kids in my, most of the kids in my family say, were my age. There's a, there's been a baby in my family every, at least one every single year since I was a baby. Yes. So no. And I had, I did have little cousins, but like by that, most of them lived away. Okay. And so they just weren't like a part of my day to day life. The cousins I had, we were all similar in age. So anyway, to make a long story short. Yeah, we need to know how, the how and why. Story, I was in 10th grade, ninth or 10th grade. And I was dating this guy from Lackawanna. Um, and problem yeah, number one. Red flag number one. But anyway, <laughs> so it was my mom's friend. Okay. Mind you, I had took a babysitting course when I was in like seventh grade. Not a babysitting the first course. first one. CPR yes. Wow. All of that. Okay. My mom sent me to babysitting class. All wow. of that. Wow. So my babysitting class crash course was. Yeah. I had a certificate that I was life. like a baby, like a certified babysitter wow. or whatever. So, but up until this point, I had never really babysat. So I had, it had to be ninth or 10th grade, maybe ninth grade. No, because I did have a boyfriend at the time. So it was, yeah, ninth or 10th grade. Anyways, so the kid was probably like five, maybe. So I had one rule. The main rule was nobody is allowed to come over. Okay. Uh, That was the only rule. You broke it. Absolutely. So... He comes over. So the kid goes down for a nap, right? And also, like, not that I had super strict parents, but, like, I had parents that definitely were, like, on my ass. So, like, when I saw this as, like, an opportunity to, like, live my life. So the kid goes down for a nap. Immediately, I call this boy that I'm dating. So he, (laughs) though, it was... It was where they lived was in the Cedar Grove, Cedar Grove, which is kind of like projects a little bit in Chictawaga, but they're like a little bit it's more of a confined space. Yeah. So they share driveways. Right. So he parks unbeknownst to me. He parks in the driveway, which is actually the driveway of the person next door. So this asshole, the guy next door ends up calling the Owner. police. Oh. Because someone is parked in his driveway and doesn't know who it is. So the police come. They start knocking on doors, right? I'm like, so they come and knock on the door. And I'm like, holy shit, the police are here. I'm like, you got to go out the back door. (laughs) For some reason, the police were in the backyard. (gasps) So they see him coming out of the back door. And I'm like, under no circumstances can you say that, like, you know me. So the police are like, ask. Because at this point now, he's coming out of the back door of this person's house. So... They end up putting him in the cop car. The coppers are banging on the door. I let them in. They're like, do you know? They're like asking me what I'm doing here. I'm like, oh, I'm the babysitter, blah, blah, blah. They're like, well, this young man was coming out of the back of this house in the backyard. Like, do you know him? And I'm like, nope, don't know him. <laughs> Never saw him. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know anything about this person. And so they're just like, they're like, miss, like, okay. And I'm like sticking to my story. So finally the cop's like, if, if He's I He's going to go up, to jail. Yes. And they're also telling me at this point that if they find out that I know him, I'm also going to jail. So <laughs> they scared the shit out of you because they knew they're like this girl's just like lying. Yeah. So she's trying not to get in trouble, right? So they're like, I'm like, well, how are you going to find out that? They're like, well, we can go through the phone and text messages. If we see your number in his phone, like you're you, all going to you get know in my trouble. Number? And at this point, <laughs> I didn't think of all this. I was fucking 13, 14. So finally, so at this point, they they call my mom. They call the lady whose house it is. Like, oh, this person's coming out of the backyard, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, I end up admitting, I'm like, yeah, I know him. Like, I had him over, blah, blah, blah. So at this point, the police are there. My mom's there. She had this little boy stressed in the cop car, okay? Damn near had him going to jail because I was 10 toes down that I did not know this man. So, yeah, long story short, I got grounded after that for like two months and I never babysat again. (laughs) 
wow there you go wow. it's actually still one of my favorite stories because like it's just so honestly like what but yeah, yeah that's wild god so yeah i just always kids were like never really like they, it was never something that I was, like, super on my heart. Like, I want to be a mom. Like, some kids are like, I can't wait to be a mom. Like, my little cousin was like that. She my was, like, was like, that. I want to yeah. be a mom. And I never – and I still am, like, I'm just being 100% honest that, like, to me, I want to have a family. I'm really not so much focused on, like, motherhood. Like, some women are okay with, like, having a child and maybe – either mm. getting a, 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 der- a donor or having, you know, they don't care about that. And I wouldn't say that I don't, but I don't want a child bad enough to have a kid on my own. For sure. For me, it would have yeah. to be a type of situation where, where I have a family with a man. I see what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. We're going, we make a decision yes. that we want to have a family yes. and I give him a child yes. and we do this whole thing. I'm yeah. I yeah. never have been that type of person that's like, I just want a baby. Yeah. No. Agree. That's crazy. No. Do you know but, how but there's a lot of women are, that are like that. Of, they just yeah. want to be a mom and I completely yeah. respect that. Mm-hmm. That's Especially once you get, because women do have the, you know, we do have like this sort of window window to have a baby. And yes, women are having babies later, but it's also still more dangerous for you mm-hmm. and the baby. Mm-hmm. There's a lot Absolutely. more complications. And so I know people, to your point, who have considered having a baby on their own. Me personally, I couldn't, but I think that's because I know that I'm going to need help. Yeah. Yeah. Like my anxiety is already so bad. Depression already hits. Yeah. Me. You know what I mean? Like I'm scared of postpartum yeah. if I'm being like, I know I need, need that support. Person. Yeah, I need From the another support person. for sure. Absolutely. I think for it's sure. uh, seeing my mom like with Coco now being able to see like yeah. her parents, a child from birth and being able being at an age to be able to fully observe and understand each of the steps that like how she's been doing, like the way she runs her race. The way she's been parenting, I feel the same way. Like, one, I need, I know that it takes a village. And Mm -hmm. I think part of breaking generational curses, too, is not trying to be a superhero. Mm -hmm. Because my mom, when what I was seeing, it's like she's waking up at any, whatever. Like, the baby, it was my three hours of sleep. You know, sometimes no sleep, Um, working, coming home, like the way she made time to like teach Coco, you know, like Coco was able to like speak and like read and count her number because of the time that was spent and dedicated to that, waking up to give breath, like just the whole, what it, a true end to end, (laughs) like day to day of of parenting, Um, you know, I was seeing her doing it and like, you know, you have support here and there, but like not the way that how I would envision my support and like being at an age where like I want a solid partner that can do that as well like this doesn't I don't have to be the only one that wakes up in the middle of the night you know what I mean shared responsibility that that was which I have I've had um previous colleagues whose partner wouldn't change diapers and I think that's crazy I said we're (laughs) crazy does not I can't get my nails done because the baby's going to need a diaper change. That's, it was the craziest thing that I heard. Yeah. And also, like, when I envision wanting support for my own family, like, you want to be able to drop your kids off at grandma's. Yeah. Absolutely. I want my mom, to, but my mom listens to the podcast, so anyway, she's going to hear this. Um, I want my mom to come stay with me for, like, oh, the first six months. My mom to you know what I mean? Because like, me. I'm going to need not just my husband. I'm going to need 
I'm going to need yeah. so much help. Like, you for real? Like, and my mom said that to me. Like, I don't know. It was actually very random that she said that to me yesterday. She was like, when you have a kid, I'm going to come stay with you. And in my head, I'm like, really? You you already have you plan. think I'm going to have a kid? Listen, like, I told my- <laughs> I don't know. It's God's plan. Honestly, yeah, it would be yeah. a blessing if it if yeah. it happened. But yeah. like, I'm also, I'm gonna be 35 this year, which is another thing where it comes in with the timing, right? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, being married and like all of that. And I'm like, part of it is like, not that I don't want to be married, but and I think about it, I'm like, all right, would you be willing to have a baby without being married? Mm-hmm. Because we probably got like maybe five years to figure this out, and we got a lot of shit to figure out in five years. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what really? What's your mm-hmm threshold I guess or like what how do you see this happening and I don't know only God knows only God knows how it'll go but I just I didn't really know I didn't necessarily I don't want to say I didn't have a plan for my life but I just kind of always knew I probably wasn't going to go like to traditional Mm -hmm. yeah route I knew from a young age that I didn't want to have kids at a young age at one point I thought I didn't want to have kids at all but I was I was like 14 when I thought that but that's because I grew up with so many kids around me and everyone in my family had kids very young um and so I was just adamant that I wasn't doing that because it looked really hard like this you know what I mean like you just struggle so much more because you're trying to build your life and mm-hmm. now you also have to take care of these little humans mm-hmm. and you're so much of your life isn't about you anymore mm-hmm. so I knew from a young age I didn't want to have kids very young. Um, at this point, I know I want to have kids. Um, just a matter of time yeah. and God's plan. And For I feel sure. like I keep telling, you know, he put it on my heart. He's going to fulfill it. Yeah. So it'll happen when it happens. Um, but yeah, I would say like in terms of dating and marriage and things, I think one thing I don't, there's societal pressure, but I think a lot of our friends were fortunate that a lot of our friends, like, we know people who have kids and have gotten married, but a lot of our friends are not. Are not. And yeah. so I think we're fortunate in that aspect because I can't imagine all of my friends being married, having partners, having yeah. like, and then, like, I'm like, hey, you know, so it's like, it doesn't, I don't feel that much pressure from that aspect, but I do feel societal pressure and, like, oh, yeah. this yeah. need to have a baby before yeah. I... Initially, it was before I was 35, and now I'm like, okay, well, clearly I'm going to have, uh, what do they call it when you're? Geriatric. A geriatric pregnancy. <laughs> Fuck you guys for that. <laughs> Whatever men Rude made up hell. that. <laughs> it's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, but I'm at this point, I'm going to have a geriatric pregnancy, yeah. and uh, that's going to be what it is. But So I, I do feel fortunate in some aspects that, like, I don't feel the pressure to have to be in a relationship and be married right mm-hmm. now. Like... I would rather be single than be in a bad relationship and and get married. You know what I mean? Like I'm so good on my own. Um, Then to let like, then to just like make, make a sacrifice and just let someone in because I want this so bad. So I feel grateful that I'm in a space where I can be like content about it, even though there is societal Mm -hmm. pressure. And even though this like 40 is like this number 40 is in my head and this geriatric pregnancy number 35 (sighs) is in my head. And like, but I do feel grateful that, like, our friend group is kind of all in the same boat because it makes it easier. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, God is going to deliver. Oh, like you said, does. it's in your heart for a reason. Yeah. And kind of exactly what we touched on um, in the last episode, which was you, things can change. God can answer a prayer in a blink so of an eye. We're talking know. about a five-year plan. You can fall in love and know that this person, you hear the stories. It does. Like, you know. You know what I mean? People I believe like, that, too. You I believe have, if you, you find know, your, you know. You, you find your person. And um, and so it's going to be fulfilled. And I, I think that throughout this journey, I was we kind of spoke about it a little bit while we were before bed, but it's just like, thank God for not settling. 
you know, how life could have shifted and things could have trajectory could have been so different had we settled or had we agreed to certain, you know, so it's all in divine timing. I trust that our singleness isn't going to be so singleness, um, that the Lord is going to bless a solid partner in our lives, one that aligns with our spirit Mm -hmm. um, and Mm -hmm. our plans for ourselves. And yeah, Someone I mean, that's wants- the only option. To be honest. <laughs> There's no other options. No. There's like, what? What? Like, it has to. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you he know, because it, it's yeah. like, otherwise, it's in the Bible. <laughs> I've come like too far. Was what is Kim saying in the circuit? I've come too far. I've come to come to just come this far. Yeah, I didn't come this far just, just to, to come, come this yeah. far. And that's really what it is, is I was like, you know, like I just said, we were speaking about it before bed last night. And I was like. One of the things I think that, especially where I'm at right now, is like, I didn't, I found a journal from 2018 in my house right before I came here to Buffalo to shoot. And I was just writing about finishing, because I graduated from grad school in 2018, and I was just writing about finishing grad school. I was writing about wanting to move to D.C., about wanting to, like, create this, like, life that I have right now. And it, it was, like, really a reminder to me that even though, like, there's so much to do still, I still have done so much. And I think, like I, you know, talked about in the last pod about being away from home, I struggle sometimes with Mm -hmm. that, about staying, because I also know coming home would be easier. Mm -hmm. Like, I can get a good paying job here. Like, to make certain motion happen would be easier to do here. Mm -hmm. I have more support here. But then I look at things like that where, like, this is what I wanted five years ago, that this is what I was praying for. Mm -hmm. And while it may not be all the way fulfilled yet and while there's still a lot to uncover Mm -hmm. that's the thing that I have to remind myself about this is my race and this is my journey Mm -hmm. and yes I'm seeing people buy houses and I'm seeing people get married and I'm seeing Mm -hmm. last time Jess was in DC we went to church and the the message was we're in the waiting room Mm -hmm. about being in God's waiting room Mm -hmm. and that you know, you see all of these other things happening for other people and you're like, God, when is it my turn? But mm-hmm. it's your turn when it's your turn. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, it's also a Benny the Butcher song, sometimes other, sometimes shit has to happen so that other shit can happen. Mm-hmm. And like, that's another thing that I like keep in my head too. It's such a like very basic line, but mm-hmm. it's true. Yeah. Certain things have to happen before other things have to happen. And God gave each of us our own gifts and our mm-hmm. own light and our own mm-hmm. whatever it's supposed to be. So while that might be for someone else right now, right. This is what's for me right now. And I have to keep, it's a constant reminder. It's an ongoing thing that I have to remind myself because it's easy to get in your head mm-hmm. and think about all the things you should be doing yeah, or what other people are doing or what your friends are doing. But yeah, just to stay present yeah. in your journey. And I really, I, I've gotten more into journaling, but I really encourage people, even if you're not like writing a full on like page to just note things in your life as it's going yeah. or how you're feeling at yeah. that time because you don't realize how far you've come or what you've done until you, look back. Until you, look back until you can really have like a written version yeah. of that because to mm-hmm. see that I was like damn I'll be like I was just manifesting See, I remember this. those times. Like, I remember sitting around the kitchen table with you talking about we you did. going to DC. So that's why, well, like, we meal prep. When, when, you, when you did it, like, I remember thinking, like, dog, you're living the life. Like, you... Everything you said you wanted, you got now. And I think when you are in your own lane, right, like, there's less friction. Absolutely. Things don't, things, everything is so much more complicated and harder mm-hmm. 
when you are trying to run somebody else's race, mm-hmm. right? But all of a sudden, when you start to run your own race, things just sort of fall into place for you. And you yep. feel it. Like, you feel the peace and you feel the alignment. Yeah, like there's not as much struggle, right? Like it just, things just happen naturally for you. Like opening my business happened naturally for me because it was supposed to happen. Right. Like, because God put that on my heart. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just felt like, oh, like that happened so, I couldn't have planned the way I started my business. You know what I mean? Like, it just happened the way it did. Because it was like an alignment with it was what, an what alignment. your journey was. Everything that I did was so easy. Getting clients felt so easy. Things that I was like, how the fuck am I going to do this one day? Just happened so naturally because it was my race. Yeah. It was my time. Totally. It was supposed to happen. And so everything happened really organically for me in that sense. Um, I read something earlier in the week. <laughs> I'm going to be keeping this. Go ahead. You, these are great relatable So messages. it goes, um, there are two rivers running through us at all times. One that carries all the voices of the world and the other a single voice that stands alone. The voice of our inner guide. The first river is so strong, steady, and constant with its instruction, guidance, and forewarning. Most of us live mindlessly being pulled to each milestone. Each thing we were told to reach for, to move forward, to achieve. Eventually, we look down and realize our hands are empty. Our lives are woven together by a storyline we didn't write. As we lose sight of our inner compass, a fog is cast over our awareness of the moment. But it goes on, and it's like over time, we become consumed by the stiffness of trying to be what we are told, existing Mm -hmm. in contrast to the soft, effervescent truth living deep inside. So despite how loud that first river can become, we can always hear the quiet call of the second. Our lives begin the day we choose to follow our inner knowing, even while hearing, at times, healing the collective knowledge of the first. So I feel it was just so, like, we know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's no, um, besides the comparison of, you know, thie- of, did you thief that? of joy. Yes, it's the thief of joy. Um, it is so important for us to, to really, like, have those moments of sit back and like a lot of the blessings and a lot of the things that we have today are things that we have been praying for Mm -hmm. things as simple as like a drake ticket things of being able to a lot of it is also like the sacrifices that are we continuously continue to do to set ourselves up for whatever life whatever things that we are desiring in that moment so um just a general reminder because i felt like it's been these little messages meditations have been hitting in the in the right day yeah (laughs) I do feel like, too, where was I going to go with that? Um, I lost that train of thought. Um, but one other thing I wanted to say on the topic of journaling. Just do you journal? I've been a little bit Journal, more, yeah. a little bit more. I have been journaling for like, God, 10 years or something now. So I have journals. I've got like a bin of journals that I can go back to. But one of my other friends in Nashville, um, she just started journaling. And, and I think one of the things that keeps coming up for her, is she's like, I'm not doing it right. Like, I don't think I'm doing it right because, I don't know, I think just like anything else, you're like, there's a certain way to do it. Like, if I don't practice this, am I still like this comes up with yoga a lot for me. Like if I'm not physically practicing the asanas, which is the physical part of yoga, because yoga is more than just the physical thing mm-hmm. that we know it as. But if I'm not practicing the asanas, am I still a yogi? Mm-hmm. Well, right. yoga is a mindset. So in that aspect, I am. But journaling is the same thing. It doesn't look like anything. So for me, sometimes my journals are a milestone that I like want to remember. Or sometimes mm-hmm. it's just a bad day. Or sometimes I just happen to think about my journal. I'm like, let me go get it out. I haven't written in a while. Let me just say what's on my mind. Um, and before you know it, you're journaling. Yeah. I wouldn't have called myself a journaler when I first started. But like 10 years later, yeah. it's like journaling doesn't look like anything 
accept what it is for you. Like, so I'll go six months without journaling. Does that mean yeah. I don't journal yeah, anymore? Like, like, no, I still I have through. 10 years worth of yeah. journals. Yeah. Like, it's, I'll still use that tool mm -hmm. when it's available to me. But like, if you're worried about journaling because you're like, I don't do it right or I don't do it consistently, there's no right or wrong way to yeah. do it. It's whatever it looks yeah. like for you is journaling. Yeah. And like, I, I encourage everybody to do it because it is so like, it's a good check-in. It it's a it good check-in. It forces, I've ended relationships mm -hmm. over my journals. Like, damn, I was dealing with this shit two years ago. <laughs> it's about time. Yeah. Swear to God, I've ended relationships over my journals. Like, That's crazy. I go back through my journals and it's just, it's humbling. It's rewarding. It's like, sometimes I've seen, like, I wrote, I sent you guys something recently that was in my, well, not recently, within the last few months that was in my journal. And I think it was about, it was like the mission statement I wrote or something. Oh, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you just never know. It was like a sticky note that you had. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I, I'll do that. I'll put sticky notes, things that I want to keep inside my journals too. Um, but so yeah, I just encourage everybody to journal because there's no right or wrong, wrong way to do it. And you just get so much value, but also like memories, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, it's true yeah. because you it's easy to like the mind is so wild we can block things out and you can like make yourself forget certain things that happen you can romanticize relationships to your point where you say like damn you didn't realize this was happening two years ago, but you I'm know complaining it's tell about the you. same thing two exactly. years later. Like, wow. But you can, you in your head, you could rationalize it and yeah. you can make it seem like, oh, well, it's only been this or it's only been that. But when you see it on paper <laughs> like that, it just kind of gives you a reality check. And it doesn't mm -hmm. even have to be on paper because I also have notes in my phone. Yeah, it doesn't have times. to be. It could look different for like whatever. You don't have to like go out and buy a journal if that's what feels good to you and then do that. Um, but also my notes in my phone just sometimes I have to get things out and also getting things out and there was also a journal entry that I had wrote written wrote written yeah written like a year over a year ago and I was in such a different place like a mm -hmm. bad place actually and I but I didn't realize it until I like went back and looked at it and I got so emotional because I was like, wow, I was like, while things are still not great, I was actually not doing well at that point. And I have like powered through and gotten mm -hmm. out of that like place. It's just a good, I have to take a whole, you know, 30 minutes about journaling, but just yeah. more so my point is, is like, it just is a great reflector. And also it's same thing. Like I'll write my daily passages in there or mm -hmm. verses that mm -hmm. have stuck out to me that I can look at and review back on. And yeah, I just think it's a good mental release. Yeah. It's yeah. A good way to get things out between the waiting room and journaling and reflecting on like those touch points. I was at church the day after my birthday and um, the pastor said, it's possible to be in the presence of greatness and miss the moment. Mm -hmm. And he references Matthew 25, 35, 36, to 36 and in that verse and it, it goes for I was hungry and you gave me something to eat I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink I was a stranger and you invited me in I needed clothes and you clothed me I was sick and you looked after me I was in prison and you came to visit me and it was just one of those things of like maintaining the faith throughout all of this you know what I mean and really leaning into into our faith and into God and just knowing that things are going to plan out the way that he has said they will plan out for us and also the way that our heart like these desires these thoughts these visions these plans like you've you've shared it they don't just come in our mind for no reason like they're planted these are seeds that are planted that need sunlight that need nurturing um and we are being positioned in a way and like our journey the way things are lining up is because when that time comes every single thing and encounter that we've had every single hiccup hiccup 
is going to lead us to be able to enjoy that fruit. And we're going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's really just like brick by brick. And you got to... There's just... Not everything is just going to come. Because if it was easy, then it wouldn't be... We may not value it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? If if it, if it didn't come with the journey, I just feel like... I'm just over here quoting all types of lyrics yeah. today. But I think it was 50 Cent that, like, okay. joy wouldn't feel so good if it wasn't for pain. Mm-hmm. Because, like, just certain things, that's just, mm-hmm. and again, this is a lot of why I tell myself to get through some days. Yes. But, because, um, like I said, it's just easy to get in your head and feel like things will never happen or mm-hmm. feel like you're, you're, you're missing your, your mark. And when you said that, that made, reminded me of the Lauren London interview where she was like, I don't want to miss my mark. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the things mm-hmm. in life is, like, she's, like, you know, with Nipsey passing, she was, like, with me still being here. She's, like, I don't really necessarily, not that she doesn't have goals, but she's, like, I'm just here to do what God wants me to do. Mm-hmm. And I just don't, my biggest thing is staying present mm-hmm. and following whatever that is because I don't want to miss my mark mm-hmm. for what I'm here yeah. for. And, again, it's different for yes. everybody. Yeah, he even said you can be in joy and miss the moment. And I was thinking like, sometimes about the next thing mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. about something else. And I also recently saw something about the daily bread for, from God. And it's like hers, it was somewhat alluding more so to like anxiety and things like that. But it really like was a good like kind of a check because it was like sometimes we get so far into the, the future, which is good. I mean, I'm not I'm definitely not implying like you should just like go blow all your money on something one day and just like think that everything's going to be fine obviously within reason and moderation but also just staying present in today and that Mm -hmm. the daily bread is whatever god is going to give you for today Mm -hmm. you you'll have what you need to get through today worry about tomorrow Mm -hmm. tomorrow Mm -hmm. because there's nothing we can do with a lot of things so Mm -hmm. we have to really focus on whatever the daily bread is from the lord that day Mm -hmm. and it's like okay i have all my needs met i have food i have shelter i have this i have that okay we're good for today go on to the next day and that's helped me really stay present because it's so easy for me to start spiraling like well what if i don't do this or what if i don't do that or what if this doesn't happen that's a lot a lot of what my journal has is like i'm afraid all of these things Mm -hmm. might not happen because that's Mm -hmm. what i'm the most Mm -hmm. that's another thing about journaling sometimes you gotta be fucking real Mm -hmm. like because it's easy to write some shit that's like i had a great day today Mm -hmm. i did this and i did that but that's not real like i try to be as vulnerable as i can because these are my thoughts and these are for me Mm -hmm. not for anybody else Mm -hmm. because it's easy. I've said this before. People lie to themselves every day. They lie mm-hmm. to themselves and they lie to other people because it's easier than facing like what it is that you really feel. Mm-hmm. But when you're able to be vulnerable with yourself, yes. it's easier to be put that yes. out for everybody else. And that's mm-hmm. one thing that I've tried to work on too because as a Virgo, we don't like vulnerability. And that's one of my... We're going to get to attachment in the next episode probably. Um but one of, I think, the things for me is, like, I have, like, a almost of a visceral reaction to being vulnerable. Like, I, the thought of it, like, makes me literally want to cry. <laughs> See, crying makes me angry. And that's how I know that I've gotten triggered. Because I'm like, I don't like to be vulnerable. I don't like oh, to be sad, right? So as soon worst. as you make me cry, oh, now I'm angry. Now I'm angry. Watch the fuck out. Because, like, it's <laughs> I'm about to have a BF. What is a BF? Bitch fit. Bitch fit. Okay. 
<laughs> yeah, no, literally. Like when I get when I get sad, the next immediate feeling is anger yeah. because like How dare you, you made me sad. How dare you yeah. make me cry or make me sad? I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's when I mm-hmm. it flips real quick. Mm-hmm. Fuck you up. Then be scared. Um, not you're quoting verses. I'm quoting Bible verses. Yeah, y'all are getting into the. the I've been getting into the word more, y'all. I'm trying. So, but Matthew six thirty four goes. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day, each day has enough trouble of its own. And literally, you know, that's what you were describing and that's exactly what we were saying and so it says it yeah <laughs> like yeah you know we we need to i'm not saying i'm a prophet but i might be a prophet. yeah exactly no. <laughs> no for real and like we do there's so much fear that we have with different parts of of life and that the biggest thing uh, there was something my cousin was telling me like it's said over like 300 times and i have to verify but like um where god says like do not like fear Don't do worry. not fear don't worry there's no and it's like shit, you know, so so often. Um, and I don't think that that's a question, th- that that is a reason to like question, like, is my faith truly in God? I think at the end of the day, we're supposed to like try to lean into that more and strengthen yeah. it. And I don't get me to wake up every day. It's going to be, I got faith. Like, that's yeah. beautiful. You know, I pray that I could get to a space where every single day, no matter the day, no matter what irritant that I could be like, God's going to turn it around. I'm going to be good, yeah. you know? But I also think it's important to feel your feelings and feel that through God and, and feel sure. that through your journal and feel that through your workout and feel that through your yoga and your meditation, like through your creation, through this. Like, yeah. let yourself to still feel that. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. No. All right. Yeah. There was, um... <laughs> Amen. And the, and the people said... <laughs> There was a, a user or like a. Are we allowed to call them fans? Yeah. Yeah. We <laughs> a user sounds. Crazy. A user's cra- no. We a community. Our community. Our community. Yo, um, hot girl community. Yes. Our people. Our <laughs> one of our fans. <laughs> no. One of one of someone from our heel hot girl community. Um, our girl. She sent in a suggestion of, and I think this kind of goes along the same line of running your own race. She was suggesting one of the things we cover that she'd be interested in hearing about is the challenges that come from leveling up. And mm-hmm. I think that's kind of aligned, sim- it kind of aligned, I don't know, I think it fits nicely within this. Leveling within up. Within this, yeah, within this pod, or within this episode and topic. Um, and maybe we can reframe it too, so it's not just like the challenges that come with leveling up, because I think what does it mean to level up, right? Like mm-hmm. we're all sort of leveling up, mm-hmm. you're getting deeper in your faith, right. deeper in your healing, mm-hmm. deeper Looks in your... For yeah, 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 so... What you're leveling up to, um, I guess, or like, what are the challenges, some of the challenges that we've experienced while on this journey, mm-hmm. either together or individually, mm-hmm. like anything, anything from a from a pod perspective, pod or personal. Um, I think one thing that's common in both personal and pod is we emphasize is, is the sacrifice. Yeah, we've ha- we in people ask like so like how's the pod going? I'm like, pod's going great. You know, pod's going great because we're consistent. Mm-hmm. Pod's going great because the feedback we're seeing. To me, it's like we started in March 
and like rolling, trying to roll things out. And with 60 followers, we have it on our episode. We have 60 followers. We're at 534. You know what I mean? We are, to me, like these. We're over every, 200 YouTube subscribers. Three, yes. Like, started with zero. Yeah, Obviously, it, zero. we had to start with. When we started our YouTube channel was when it we was started. Zero. We have 500 and something TikTok followers. And what I'm saying is, like, to me, it's been, the, there are so many, many sacrifices. I think that's a general theme mm-hmm. throughout. And my personal life, in order for us to even do these things, it's, it's getting uncomfortable. It's getting uncomfortable with our finances. It's re-looking at that. Mm-hmm. It's, um, you know, we have our own individual things that we are facing day to day. And I feel that... Um, I'll just use that sacrifice has definitely yeah. been to level up if it's an automatic requirement. Yeah. Things it's a give and take. Mm-hmm. Today I did my own makeup. Yeah. Save yourself your hundred dollars today. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> we did. We, we did. all did our own We makeup. love our MUAs. Yes. Well, let me tell you something. Yeah. Cassie cannot be replaced. But, yes. but you know yeah, sometimes we save, you know, agreed. and and that was that's part of it too. Um, we are having a live show. That may or may not be recorded. That's okay. But the win of that moment is being able to have a live show at a festival yeah. where we're going to be able to engage with new listeners mm-hmm. and new faces. Like, so sacrifice. That was, yeah. yeah. What about you, LB? I would say courage. Mm. Um, I think having, like, believing in yourself and just really sticking to that. Mm-hmm. I think it's easy, like I said, how many times I just think about giving up, like, nah, like, I'm tired, I don't know if I can do this, like, just a lot of self-doubt, and I think having the courage to just keep pushing through, Mm -hmm. and to keep working at it, even if you don't see everything happening right away, Mm -hmm. it's just having the, the, belief in the strength and the courage to just keep going even though not everything is going to be rewarded in that moment and mm-hmm. you may not get initial kickback mm-hmm. you may not get exactly you know what the vision is right away but as long as you can keep going and as long as you can stay consistent mm-hmm. and as long as you have courage and you believe in yourself mm-hmm. all things are possible yes. mm-hmm. so I think that's the biggest thing with everything that I've done is just really believing in myself and knowing that I can do it because mm-hmm. at times it's hard to do that when you're tired or when you feel like you're mm-hmm. doing a lot by yourself like we're all single women that are like we've spoke Ooh, about tired. just trying tired, we have so baby. many other things outside of what this is that mm-hmm. we're dealing with every single day that sometimes it's just like bucket mm-hmm. and i feel that way but then i remember what i'm working towards mm-hmm. and what i'm working for mm-hmm. so yeah i think just a identifying whatever that is for you and it doesn't have to be anything grand i don't want people to like walk away thinking they have to start a podcast or that they have to mm-hmm. do it's whatever it is mm-hmm. for you. If it's, you know, moving to a different neighborhood, even if it's like, I want to get out of here and mm-hmm. I want to move to this part of town, like whatever it looks like for you. And that's a part of, I think, just also tying mm-hmm. into running in your own race is what yeah. it is for you. Mm-hmm. Don't try to take what other people, okay, I moved to DC. Maybe you don't want to move. That's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. That was what it was for me. Mm-hmm. So I think identifying what that looks like for you and what is really on your heart and then having the motivation and courage to continue mm-hmm. to work towards it, even when it gets hard. Mm-hmm. I think the why you do things, I yes. think that's essentially what you're saying is, why are you doing this, mm-hmm. right? And I think that is like like a true north for me a lot of the times of like, 
why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. What are these sacrifices mm -hmm. for, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you're not just doing this because, like, you wanted to move into a smaller apartment and mm -hmm. you like less space and you don't like your privacy. Like, no. Like, what are you doing this all mm -hmm. for? Like, why are you doing this? I think that's really important. Um, but another thing I would add is one of the challenges I've had is am I consistently living the life <laughs> that I keep saying that I want? You know what I mean? Like, there are things that I want, but am I taking the necessary steps to do them? You right, know what I mean? Yeah. Because a vision is not good without a plan. You know what I mean? You True. need both. Yeah. Like, and yes, God will fulfill your desires, but not if you're not willing to work for it too. Yeah. Like, God's not out just here, out just here, just like handing blessings to people that aren't working for it. You know what I mean? Like, you do have to, you have to prepare yourself. You have to put yourself in the position mm -hmm. so that way when God says ready, you're, you're ready, ready to go. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that's been it for me is like keeping myself ready so I don't have to get ready and like staying accountable on those days. And I guess maybe it's a little bit of what both of you are yeah. saying. It's like that consistency. Mm -hmm. but, um, but yeah, just like on the days when you don't feel like mm -hmm. it. And, but like also you said you wanted this, but you're out here doing this. Yeah ma'am you know so like I think it's what's, what's the word I'm trying to say like I guess accountability maybe Me but like walking the talk measuring your efforts measuring your efforts like just being consistent about it and like what I say I want you can't Working, say you want yeah. something and then not I think sleep in every day yeah. or you it might yeah. be going you want to get in shape but then yet you're yeah. eating McDonald's every yeah. day or like, like it's that. not an alignment yeah, so it's like, with like yeah, what like, you're like staying your in steps alignment, are not ordering maybe yeah yeah like staying in alignment is hard like sometimes right mm -hmm. like not all the time some days some days I wake up and it's very True. easy but yeah. staying mm -hmm. in alignment sometimes is very hard again you want I want uh, this type of partner, but these are the type of partners that are available to me right now, and I'm a little lonely tonight. So, like, am I going to call that yeah. person who's going to fulfill yeah, totally. me this mm -hmm. night, yeah. or am I going to just Pass eat that it. and, like, you know, yeah. I've got something better in mind, or, like, this is what I said I wanted, so yeah. don't go back here. Yeah. You don't want that. You want this. And so that's been one of where my work is coming from of, like, you say you want this, but, like, this is still here tempting you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, staying in alignment, I think, can be really tricky when you're yeah. leveling up because yeah. it's so easy to stay in your comfort zone or to stay down here, to stay with these things that are familiar to you versus, like, going out into the unknown and, like, sure. not knowing yeah. when that partner, that perfect partner for me will come. But it's like I'm also not settling down here, mm -hmm. so... Yeah, yeah. that's one um, thing I always say, like part of my prayers almost every day is just asking God to order my steps, mm -hmm. right? And just because maybe if I don't have it or I don't even know, because sometimes that's part of it with me is like, I don't even actually really like know. I know with my job especially, I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be because since I've got there, I've had a few jobs and this is the one I feel the happiest at and that I feel the most peace at and the one I feel the most appreciation at and I'm really grateful for that but I still don't know what the exact end goal is mm -hmm. and I think that's part of it too that makes it hard is like I don't know exactly what it is that I want do mm -hmm. I want more than this yes do I want to move into a different part of social work I don't know some days I'm like I don't even want to do this anymore like at all I'm burned out mm -hmm. like I want to yeah. leave this like field completely mm -hmm. but it's like well then what do you get into so I think part of that too is having grace with yourself is that might change mm -hmm. and your level up might change. You might 
know you want something different, but you might not have a clear vision on what that is. But if you just keep working at what you're doing right now, mm -hmm. and you even mentioned it earlier, Jess, like for right now, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Whatever I'm gaining out of this is whatever I'm supposed to gain out of this right now. I maybe I don't know exactly what the final mission is gonna be, yeah. and maybe I don't know what that mountaintop looks like, yeah. but I know that I'm working towards it because yeah this is in alignment with me right now. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's part of it too, is I get in my head sometimes, I'm like, well, damn, like, what exactly is it? Like, what exactly is it? And I'm like beating myself up and I'm like, girl, we don't know right now. When I left, my, when I left child welfare, I remember saying out loud, I wanna work in a school. Now I'm in a school. This is where I'm at right now. I've been here for like a year and a half. It's like, give yourself a little time, mm -hmm. feel it out. And you'll know when it's time to step again. Like you'll yeah. know when it's time to yeah, move again. Absolutely. So I think that's part of it too, is not everyone, may have that mountaintop in their heads right now and that's okay but as long as you stay in alignment yeah. with what you're doing right now and yeah. as long as it feels good to you and as long yeah. as it's something that is fulfilling to you right now it's part of the journey yeah so just keep stepping yeah. and like you'll get there mm -hmm. the journey is not about abandoning one in favor of the other but knowing when it is time to listen to hear and to follow each hello do y'all hear this <laughs> Lord, you want to know what's so funny is I was, I, I read, I read, uh, what is it that I read, we read every day? What's oh, that? Oh, um, what's it called? Jesus Calling. Jesus Calling. So I read a Jesus Calling, yes, no, Thursday, because I left Friday morning. Thursday, I read it, and the passage was about being careful with the words that you speak. Mm. Because mm. the words that you speak go out into the world and it's important that you convey yourself and that you speak positively and in a way that's like fruitful to you. Mm. So how people, people will always remember what you said to them and how you made them feel. And it's very important that you find power in your words yes. and that how you speak and what you say comes out in the way that will come back to you sure. or as a representation yeah. and I was like that's so crazy because I one thing I will say is that I feel like for me is like one of the things that was in my journal is like I want to share with mass my words with the masses sometimes I feel like what I have to say can reach a lot of people mm -hmm. and like this podcast has been a great way for me to like start doing that to find out what that journey is going to be because all we're doing is putting words out, right? Mm -hmm. We're putting these messages out to the world. So I'm like, damn, okay, that's a good reminder that like I have to be very careful of what I say and how I say it because it's going out there mm -hmm. and I want it to be indicative of who I am and what I want and what I'm in alignment with. Because I, I do believe there's big power in words and mm -hmm. what you put out there. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. And there's power in the name of Jesus. Yeah. I work in communications, public relations, <laughs> and uh, words do matter. Like, the wor words hold meaning. They carry meaning. They bring, um, like, energy. So, yeah, words absolutely matter. It's one of the things I feel strongly about. It's like, in certain, in certain situations, you know what I mean? Like, and making sure you're using the right word or, like, I don't know. They um, can do what you want them to do. Yeah. They really do. Like, like I remember, when I said I wanted to work, I was walking my dog one day. I was fed up at CPS, <laughs> and I literally said out loud, I was like, I want to work in a school. And within six months, I was working at a school. And some of it for me, especially, like, coming onto this platform or, like, really what I see always felt like it couldn't happen. Like, 
I just always feel like I've been meant to be like this like personality. Like I'm so like I'm supposed to My be girl's out about to there. be on the show somehow. So I <laughs> yes. Said, but it's gonna <laughs> like I just feel like it's just something and I was like never wanted to say it out loud because I was like that just feels like first of all it feels self like self-absorbed maybe or like conceited a little bit. And I was like I didn't really want to say it out loud. But now when people ask me, I'm like, I wanna be famous. I wanna be out there. I want the people to know me. Like I'm just gonna say it because I'm just like that's really how I feel. I'm downplaying myself by yeah. like being like okay and like social work I've always felt a little bit like out of place a little bit I've always felt like I'm a little like different than Mm -hmm. this but I think it's been a great platform for me to reach people Mm -hmm. and to impact people in a different way and maybe this is the stepping stone to like really what it's supposed to be because I've gotten this groundwork out of I've you know worked with so many different people my words I'm at one point I was walking in people's houses they never even saw me and I'm like I have a report that says you're abusing your kids you got to let me in so we can talk about it you know what I mean so I have been manip I don't want to say manipulate that's not the right word but I've been using my words as a way to reach people for quite a long time so now I just feel like hopefully I'm on like this this not descent because that's going down what's going up ascent right ascent (laughs) as up yeah like the ascent up to like reaching more and more people god willing but yeah and i think put it out to universe for sure and it's not (laughs) okay i think it's also the space of you know also changing the narrative of some of like some of these reality tv shows and the people on it right so like I think just in general, um, I tell you, I'll be like, we need the cocktails. With I'm going to be the one in the middle between all the housewives playing like, guys, let's meditate. Let's not. Don't use those words. It's not good for the universe. You don't want that coming back to you. But yeah, like some of them was like, like I could never probably like the bachelor and bachelorette. Oh, that's out of the question. But yeah, I could be the bachelorette. Person. Well, I right. couldn't be on the bachelor being one of these. Yeah. Like if all if. if 20 men want to date me at the same time and dote on me. I love that for me, personally. But Go on dates with all of them and then cut the ones that you don't like. Uh, yeah, that yeah. sounds lovely Sometimes I honestly, I used to feel like my life was a real life bachelorette. I really used to feel, I'd be like, who's getting a rose this week? I don't know. Like, who's going to make it? I don't know. But we moved on from that because, honestly, it just got so ridiculous. Uh, yes. But I did feel like at one point my life was the real bachelorette. And I say, I tell it all the time. I'm like, you need to write a book on some of these things. I know. You know, it's a good juicy tale. Uh My aunt used to tell me, she told me that at a young age. She's just like, you know, your life is just, I'm like, it's not real. It's actually not real. The things that happened to me, like, yeah. God's plan. Really? That's really all it is, like I said. And it's just been so affirming lately. Like I was telling Jess last night, I'm like, I have no idea how I'm making all of this shit happen right now. None. It's not, I'm not actually doing it. God's actually doing it because how I'm able to no idea yeah Amen. but it's just part of the plan and god's asking me to trust him right now mm-hmm. and he's making it happen so i'm just like go on pilot i'm in the back yeah yeah fly my terra blue chips yep. and taking a drink and mm-hmm. i'm just letting you fly the plane because honestly fly no idea it. how all this is happening That's for me true. right now no clue i love it so you pull a card on that yeah let's go pull a card to close go ahead sam close it out oh boy <laughs> careful i i initially um for the first shuffle i was pulling all the cards that we had done really yeah it's interesting let's see i think we've done this one who's helped me love myself more mm-hmm. mm. therapist <laughs> <laughs> well i changed it after i said me right 
Didn't I say me? At some Whatever. during the pod, I said my mm. therapist. But afterwards, I was like, "Fuck that! I did the work." <laughs> like, shout out this to my is therapist. This <laughs> um, Okay, I think this one is good—a good way to end. I don't know if we've done this one before, but even still, I think it's Ooh. still applicable. What are three things I'm most grateful for in this present moment? Oh, right. I think four. that's a good way to end. Three. Oh, three. I was like, sheesh. Four three things lot. you're grateful for in this present present moment. Present moment. I would say my discernment. Ooh, good. Um, the courage, like I said, to just keep going. I've had a lot of self-doubt lately, so I've really just been trying to keep moving forward. And I'm also grateful. Could it be anything? I think so. In this present moment, mm. it could be anything. I'm also just happy to be home this weekend. Like, I always love coming back. This is always a good, like, reset for me. Mm -hmm. Like, last night, saw a lot of people. Like, this whole weekend is just going to be full of, like, a lot of, like, love, like, genuineness. And I think that that really, it's good for me before I go back and started to get into the school year. And, you know, with us taking a break, I won't be here as often. So, Mm. yeah. Yeah. Love that. Jessica? (laughs) Um, I'm really grateful for the people in my life, Mm. my family, my friends. I am like, I have just been feeling so blessed in that area. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, so definitely that. Um, I'm grateful for God putting the spirit in me to seek him more and desire him Mm -hmm. more and be more involved in, in wanting to have that relationship with him. Um, and I'm grateful for like Pod, the Legacy House, the fact that we have the ability to to do this together and to show up once a month and to sit for a while and to talk and to have the words and the finances behind it. Yeah, um, it's like so it's kind of become like a little safe space. Yeah, yeah. it's like we over the last few months, it's just like I'm like, oh, we're like home. Yeah, we're like you know, it comes with some stressors, but. Yeah. I'm grateful that we're able to keep on and seeing it through, mm-hmm. even in like, so. Yeah. What about you, Sam? Gosh, I was going to keep it super simple. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm always grateful for the same things. My health, my wealth, and my happiness. Period. Yeah. Like, that's, that's it. it. <laughs> that's it. Well, but I'm grateful for y'all. I'm grateful for my family. Like, I'm grateful for my faith. God, yeah. but like, yeah. I mean, health, wealth, and happiness, oh, yes, man. Yes. Like, no, really, yeah. peace of mind. And like, when I was driving here, I was just like... I was really happy. I was like, life's good. Yeah. Like, we are so mm-hmm. blessed. And like Jess said, like, we're just so lucky to be able to do this. Like I said, I really don't know how it's happening. It's truly God. And do but it the together. fact that I was able, yes. yes. And like, that's to, really cool when you think about it. Like, yeah. absolutely. We've got 20 episodes. Like, Heal Hot Girl wasn't a thing until <laughs> that, we came are, together. And we wouldn't have been able to do it without hours. each other. It's true. Like, we wouldn't have been able to do it without each other. 20 yeah. hours. That's oh, almost man. a full day of us if you just put Girl. it on. <laughs> You would go all night. That's true. <laughs> Listen to the hot girls all day. Literally. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm so I'm so grateful. This is so dope. Something that like another, just something that like we put on paper and turned into real. You know. Yeah. Something I, you put in on the paper. Germy, and the the Jeremy. Wow. <laughs> the journal entry from last summer was literally last July. Because sometimes I like to go back monthly and be mm. like, where was I at this year? Yeah. Because I don't always journal every. Mm-hmm. I usually try to get in like once a month, but that doesn't always happen. Yeah. But in July of last year, I was writing about us talking mm-hmm. about the pod and like us. We would have our little like 
Sam would send us our Zoom calendar meetings <laughs> and we would have set up <laughs> to talk about the pod and what we wanted to yes. do. And like, I was just like writing about it. And I was like, I was like, damn, was this this year? And I was like, nah, this was last year. Crazy. Same time. And hard mm-hmm. to believe that a year later, like, here it is. We're doing, we're doing it. it. Yeah. yeah. So it's, um, been, it's been fruitful. So shout out to us. Yes. Yeah. And Put shout in the work. Out, yeah, and yeah. the community that keeps yeah. on growing. Oh, we're so grateful. I'm yeah. actually most yeah. grateful for y'all because honestly, we first of all we talk to our damn selves. Number one, <laughs> <laughs> number two, which honestly I enjoy. Our I'm fine with it too. It yeah, great, but like it's but better been, to have people. Absolutely, and it's been such a joy to have people. Like, I was out last night at people. My friend Kurt, he comes up to me. He's like, I listened to the latest one. He was like, fuck those dudes. Like, <laughs> you're dope. But, like, it's like the pos- the, the feedback has been so positive. positive. Yeah. And it's like I, like, couldn't ask for anything yeah. more. Yeah. And, like, so I'm just so grateful for those of us that are, like, rocking with us for real because it's, like, you don't have to mm-hmm. and you do. Mm-hmm. So, like, thank you. Are yeah. you going to end on another lyric? Could have been anywhere in the world. Oh, my God. That's so good. But you're here with me. Go ahead, Sam. Take it home. <laughs> We appreciate that. <laughs> it's true, though. You could listen to any podcast. You could watch any podcast. You could spend your hour doing something completely different, but you don't. And for that, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We, we are grateful. Right, so y'all. see you next week for the yeah. second to last episode. Penultimate. Ooh. It's one of my favorite words. I don't get to use it very often. I've never heard that. Penultimate. It's like second to last. Okay. Yeah. You just taught me something. Period. You're welcome. And probably all the people. Cause <laughs> what was that, Jesse? We got another... Time? All right, y'all. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and And download. Thank you. Bye.